0: my viewpoint, there's doers, and there's talkers. And rarely do you find a talker that can actually do. And when you find a talker that can actually do, that's where you earn respect from, from somebody like me. But I believe a lot of this whole hustle culture is people that talk and have never done. Michael. Doug.
1: Welcome to this episode of the Black Lion Podcast. I think I was supposed to say that. I can't remember. Yeah,
0: I think so. I think so but
1: yeah. how does this show start? I think you start? got it. It, it. it It's August 26th right now. Yep. We're, we're, what, 10 days away from Labor Day weekend?
0: This year has flown by. Oh. Well, it's flown by and it's
1: gone slow. Yeah, see, I, 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 I'm, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Um, Artie, so where do you rank it? 2020, 2021, which one? Well,
0: I mean, 2021 has definitely been better than 2020. Um, I mean, 2020 was just a complete and utter disaster uh, for numerous reasons, obviously. 2021, we got a little bit of our life back. Um, business is is going significantly better. a lot of opportunity for a lot of people out there. But then again, there's also challenges for a lot of people out there.
1: Yeah. I think 2020 was more intense and it was kind kind of clear that it was a fucked up year. I think 2021 is, this is the schizophrenic year.
0: Realizing that we might be in a, in, in truly a new norm.
1: well, you know, we're not. I mean, because if we're in a new norm, then we're in a... Um, I think I saw that like, COVID cases were back up to 150,000. More than that. Yeah, and it's like... I mean, I don't, I don't even want to go down a path that I, I can go down. <laughs> well, like, like yeah,
0: how, we can we go down that path all day because it, it is a fun conversation. How, how are
1: we... How are we, how are we back here? Into this and we're back and, and it's like... You know, so th- and that's what I mean by I think it's it's schizophrenic because there there's aspects in Lord Knows from a business standpoint, uh, you know, batten down the hatches, hold tight. I literally feel like the scene um, where the wind's coming in and I'm holding on to the ship's main sail at a 90 degree, you know, at a parallel to the, you know, to the deck. It's like, hold on tight or else you're getting blown off. Um but then you also have just so much like i can't even watch i'm a news junkie i can't watch the news i just can't no, do
0: it no no
1: i mean it's only three stories right now it's the same thing you know no one has anything to say which actually segway soon to our uh to what we're going to talk about but so, so it's like on one hand things are um you know on one, on one hand things couldn't be better on the other hand you know Somebody kicked this year out out the door too, and yesterday Charlie Watts died. Yep. You know, I when I was younger, we said you knew you knew you're getting old when your rock and roll heroes die of natural causes.
0: Hey, what was he? He was 80? 80 years old. Yeah.
1: Which is both old and young. Yes. Now agreed. I mean 80 years as a 80 years old member of the Rolling Stones, that's like, you know. You know, like you know, a seven-year-old right, right, twenty-nine right, right. old in dog
0: years. Yeah, yeah, right. You you lived a, You lived so, a good life.
1: So he had he had eighty chronological years, but I think he was one hundred sixty years old. Right, right. I think if you're a rolling stone, every year is the equivalent of two years, unless you're Keith Richards, in which case it's like five years. I think Keith Richards is officially four hundred seventy-three years old right now. <laughs> Man, um, that's going to be like if 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 Keith Richards ever trends on that topic. But I I think I'll be I think I'll be more devastated on that than if than when Mick Jagger, right? Like, because Keith Richards, I'm just convinced, is is the undead.
0: Yeah, he's just he, inhuman.
1: He's gonna outlive me. I'm yeah. I'm I'm banking on 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 that fact. <laughs> Anyhow, let's go ahead. Let's start talking about our our uh, main point today.
0: leads to a uh yeah no it, it leads to a good subject we didn't we we didn't have a chance to to really chat before we before we jumped on here but um how you feeling today i i'm kind of i'm physically mentally just exhausted today um and you were i think it was last week i saw something you something riled you up on twitter about uh the whole bro hustle culture um, like what 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 you see that struck that let nerve me it, let me ask, let I me I try to this. tune it out
1: let me let me answer your question first um, if if we were to rename this show Nat Time I'd be there in thirteen seconds flat.
0: yep um, I am totally with you
1: um
0: it's
1: ben. heck just so everyone knows we, 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 we record this at four PM I literally we got started a couple minutes late because I literally was eating my lunch. That was that was today. Now now today's been like you know I'm I'm great. I got a great team. Um, they may not feel that way after um, a meeting earlier today, but actually I, I I I'm really happy because we're you know dealing with real stuff. You know the the the, the barrier to you know to, to the growth that, that, that we want. But I mean I my my team's been. Been great. The amount of work that we're doing. Where I used to have to be central to everything. Um, you know, but so so like today is 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 a little bit on the unusual side. But but even when I'm not, you know, today's been back to back to back to back to back. To back. Um, you know, just you know the the demands that the world is pulling from you. It, it just it there's so much bandwidth that it, that, it, that it sucks from you just to. Um, and again, I think it's this whole thing of you know I don't feel like anything you know for all the craziness on one hand I feel like yeah you know it really hasn't impacted me but I also know yeah it has impacted me and it's impacting yeah. everybody and so there's just kind of that that, that that element but yeah so what riled me up?
0: Um, sometimes it's okay to not be okay well I think Megan Anderson said that uh, on this podcast which I thought was a yeah. A brilliant comment. Sometimes I, it's okay not to be. okay,
1: And, and I would say it, it, it's, it's not okay to sometimes not be okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. You know, you know, there's, there, there's the yin, there's the yang, you know, you can't have hills if you don't have values. Um, there's not good if there's not bad. I mean, I, I used to, you know, so, I mean, you're going to make me get all sociological on you. Um, so I used to love the self-help section of of the bookstore, right? I mean, I was, you know, Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, Richest Man in Babylon, you know, all that, you know, I, I – and, and like, one day I woke up and I realized, you know, boy, I'm going to make some enemies here all the way You know – it's all selling religion. Um, and actually, if you look at the history of the health, self-help world, um, it actually is, but we'll, we'll save that for a different podcast. The, the thing that I found, the reason that I kind of woke up one day and said, what the fuck was, I can't, I can't I can admit this now. I used to not be, I'm a moody person. Oh, really? fuck you um, I, I'm a moody person right and, and actually I realized that you know to a large degree I don't my, imagine wouldn't exist it certainly wouldn't be doing the things that it's doing if I weren't a moody person um I am and this is no surprise I am easily frustrated um and one of the reasons that I'm easily frustrated is that I don't you know I I grew up as a kid just believing the world should work the way i wanted the world to work so you know some people they probably live a happier life than i do but some people something goes wrong and they go it is what it is
0: right and I go, expect and I go, expect greatness
1: and i go yeah but it shouldn't be and i go well you know And then you know my mom and dad taught me don't say anything bad unless you can do better yourself and so i like to say i'd like call a spade a spade so i'm going to say that's bad then i'm then i have to figure out how can i do it better and that's kind of that, that's kind of the repeated story that, that, that's led to what imagine was but you know so I would read these things and it would be you know the power of positive thinking um I you know you know affirmations you wake up in the morning I'm a millionaire I'm a millionaire I'm a millionaire but but I couldn't help but notice I wasn't a millionaire Right? <laughs> Wait a second. Um, it's one of the reasons why I love I Jim, Jim Rohn. He, he said, you know, if, you know, if you wake up every morning, you say, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, and you're not. We call that delusion, not affirmation. Um, and, and there was this, like, if you have negative thoughts, if you feel bad, that that, that was bad, that that was wrong. And, and, and so
0: then you I mean, shouldn't have those. Types right. Right.
1: Right. Right. If you're living the right life, you're happy all the time. Except no, you're not. If you're happy all the time, actually Jim Rohn said this too. He said they have a place for people that are happy all the time. Right. It's the mental ward. There's something wrong if you're happy all the time. And so you know, and this is all plugged into this FOMO that we've talked about before, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, but yeah. So that, so that that you know that that's the craziness there. What led me to my. Um, so I tweeted something along the lines of, um, this whole obsession with hustle culture and the subset of bro culture, though. I'm not sure I can a hundred percent, like it's still bro culture, but it's not always like bro culture used to always be male driven. It's not right. always. Yep. male I, I, I,
0: I, I got you. I'm right? Yep.
1: Um, but it's weird because it still has some of that underlying misogyny in it, even when it's not right. Um, but this whole hustle culture this whole um what did you do this pandemic um you know what i'm talking about did you write your book no. this pandemic? Right, right. you know and and you know so that whole hustle and bro thing it, it looked like it started to die down some and then in the last six months it just feels like it's come back with a vengeance um and and maybe it's i'm on linkedin too much. I, I, I know I'm on less and less. Um, Twitter, I'm, I'm on too often. And, and But it's like this whole, we're, we're, it's like we're back into the pursuit of quantity. And we're- Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think part of the,
0: I think one of your observations is, you know, in 2020, and, and you said it, you know, kind of started, it felt like it was starting to go away, is I feel like people became more grounded during that period
1: but I even Um, feel like it started to go away a little bit before before. that 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 is true um I mean
0: like I remember back when was that 2000 yeah 2007 2008 when the whole financial crisis was happening and I mean I'm sure you had friends like this the people that used to go out and buy the nicest clothes and the nicest cars and they started like oh I can't do that I'm just going to go to Marshall's and shop now and buy my clothes from Marshall's and I, I need to I need to get rid of my car and I I, I I don't want to be seen driving around my BMW or my Range Rover because then people are going to really look down on me. Um, so again, people became grounded during that period, but then I feel like maybe people, you, you know, what's interesting, maybe that's why it was, maybe that's why it was masked, uh, and then as things started to open back up and the economy started doing better, you've got. Uh, so like I can talk for days about this bro and hustle culture, but y- you have a thought. So I'm going to stop there.
1: So so you actually hit on something I think that's really interesting. Um, the, the greatest thing about 2008, 2009, I've always lived, you know, from the time I, I was probably four months into being at Merrill Lynch when I heard this, um, this, this phrase, and I adopted it as a key phrase of mine ever since, which is don't confuse brains with the bull market. Um, I, and I've heard other, you know, Um, you know, what is it just because you're uh, just because you were born on third base, it doesn't mean you hit a home run or, 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 I forget the exact, you know, phrase of that, but, you know, you, you had this, I mean, if we really look at it, you know, the 1970s was the decade of malaise. 1982 was the beginning of the, the longest structural bull market in, in history. It basically went 27 years, right? For 27 years, you did not have to be smart to make money, and, and you began to get a whole lot of manipulation that magnified it and magnified it and magnified it, and then 2008, 2009 hit, and it was like, oh wait, time to pay, time to pay the piper. And if you look at who got hit, the richest people in the world got hit in 2008, 2009, um, and, and I, the poor got hit too, right? They always get hit but the richest got hit the richest ate it um you know the whole you know that that whole financial crisis of what happened um and and even those that didn't necessarily suffer the financial impact like they should certainly suffered a um you know you know the 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 embarrassment of oh it's a social social impact yeah you know as, as right. what is it that, that Warren Buffett says you never know who's swimming naked until the tide goes out yeah right and you know, Scott Galloway talks about this a lot, which is part of the problem of this last 18-month period, is the richest haven't only not been punished. They've been rewarded.
0: Yep.
1: Right? And and by the way, you know, truth be told, if we look at it from a, from a purely financial perspective, I was actually doing some analysis the other day, um, the pandemic was good for me, right? Because I got PPP, Paycheck Protection Program,
0: yep.
1: And I didn't lose any revenue. And and most of the company, and Lord knows if you're like I know all these tech these tech companies, I'm looking a million dollars here, two million dollars there, four hundred thousand dollars there. That 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 tide of negative revenue, like the whole PPP program was built so that we could. Have our payroll covered, realizing that you know <clears throat> our financial um, perspective wasn't going to be there. But but the tide never went out there, and 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 so it ended up being, you know, the government paid us, you know, the government paid part of our payroll, right? Now might we have grown more if if that hadn't happened? I really don't think so. We were talking about recession anyways, and actually the recession. Yeah. Technically began in February, not March, um, but but so when you look at that, and especially I mean we're such a tech-based world today; it sucks up so much oxygen. Um, and 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 you know what what fueled it? And and one of the things that fueled it is a company I'm a big big fan of. We'll see if I name them today or not. But this whole it used to be said as a metaphor, and then people started we now it's now said with more um, it's in a more literal fashion. If if you want to be a growth company, you have to be a media company. You know, every tech company needs to be a media company, Um, which, by the way, now you need to be a media company. You need to build your community. You need to... You need to build a product that works. Right. And and you here's build a,
0: a, a great customer. Oh, oh no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 But uh, no, forget forget the basics like product that works and customer service. So so why why do you need to be a media company? And 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 we've seen, you know, HubSpot bought the hustle. Um before that, uh, outreach bought sales hacker. That was a couple years ago. Yeah. Um I forget, you know, there, there, there have been a few others that, we, that we've, you know, tech companies that have bought these, you know, pure media plays, you know, Business Insider bought Morning Brew. Um, and, and you know, community, all the things about community. Um, and what's driving it? Why, why does everybody, you know, why is that the play to jour? It comes down to one word you want to guess what that word is attention yeah what why did hubspot buy the hustle
0: get more attention
1: attention right because the hustles built this audience of this or that hubspot now, you know hubspot launched their hubspot podcasting network i still don't know what that is i don't know what it means to be on on the hubspot podcast
0: podcasting network,
1: network. I, just, I honestly don't um and so, you know, Salesforce, did you hear Salesforce, their latest announcement?
0: What, did it come out today?
1: No, this was last week or the week before. It's what one of the things that prompted my my tweet. Hmm. They're entering the streaming horse.
0: Oh, right, 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 yeah.
1: Right. Um,
0: but the, I mean, the, the, the real question, I mean, like, is this, I don't think this is kind of like a new phenomenon. I mean, like, that's why... Facebook bought so many companies for billions and billions and billions of dollars was to acquire users and eyeballs.
1: Well, why does Facebook want to acquire users and eyeballs? What are for they attention. acquiring? Attention. No. The attention enables- oh, they're, them. To they're, they're also attention. acquiring
0: ad dollars. Um, is
1: But what enables them to- The attention doesn't get them the ad dollars. What gets them the ad dollars?
0: Users. Nope. Average daily users.
1: Nope. Data. Data. Well,
0: there you go. Okay.
1: Fair. Okay. So, and by the way, but that's right. Right. there's but, a difference. Right. There, there's a
0: huge there. There is a huge difference. But in order to get data, you have to have users. Sure. Right. You're uh, totally okay. I so <laughs> you 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 you. you A sneak attack. I'll be on that one, but okay, good, good for you. You won. You won that battle.
1: Okay, so um, when we talk about tech companies, and we say, "Well, that's nothing new. This is what Facebook has been doing," right? Well, well, Facebook is is in a different business than HubSpot, theoretically. Without
0: one hundred percent.
1: In the HubSpot is in the. I'm sorry. In the Facebook. Sorry, Facebook is in the um, data hijacking manipulation business, and HubSpot's supposed to be in a different business, right? So, So what Facebook realized was, if we can hijack attention, if Google, what Google realized is if we can hijack attention, and if we can keep that attention, then we can generate the data. And by the way, we can also generate the scarcity. Right. So, so what has Google been doing? Google has been increasing zero click searches, right? Yep. Where do zero click searches have a little bit less impact? Well, when there's a lot of ads, right? So what's happening is you got to pay Google for audience now. It's Saturday, right? which goes back to the whole point of, if you ain't paying for it, you're the product, you're not the customer, right? The ad, you know, we're, we're, the product, what, what, what business is Facebook in? They're in the business of selling me to them, which is why I haven't been on it in seven months. Right. And, and so this, so it's attention to, to head fake to death. Okay. And so people saw the attention and, and lead generation. And we, you know, we've come up against the, the end of, you know, the, the, you know, organics, you know, got a, um, diminishing return. The cost of paid is increasing to be able to sustain that um I you know I, I actually got into a, a Twitter battle with with Pete. Um, Pete Caputo, for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about where I said you know. Um, he meant he, he mentioned something about organic and I said you know people need to realize that are you know they talk about organic as as free earned or owned. it's paid it's rented it, it's rented attention. i'm not saying you shouldn't rank i'm not saying you shouldn't strive to rank but i'm saying. That if you're really gonna be a truly healthy company, one of your goals should be to reduce your dependence on search. That doesn't mean reduce your search, but if you are dependent on search traffic, then you are dependent on Google. And and you're gonna, and trust me, you know what Google's trying to figure out? Google's trying to figure out how can we put a bigger and bigger tax on you to, to gain access to this, right? And so here again- so, with, Right, but with the, and to add to that, organic
0: is not free because you have to pay people to write right, the content, right. to rank, right. to do the research.
1: But by the way, I'm going to make a point that in my own way, I think it's worse than that.
0: Because, oh, without, the, without let, me you, let me tell you
1: why. If I buy an advertisement on the Washington Post, I know that advertisement is going to show where I want it to show, when I want it to show, how I want it to show. Mm-hmm. All Google has to do is tweak the algorithm and I can go from here to here. I don't yep. own that. I don't influence that. Google can go, oh, we just bought a property. We're gonna go to zero click, right? Here I am thinking, hey, look at this. I, aren't I doing great? And poof, I got no control, I got nothing. That's why it's it's paid, it's rented, it's, it's rented audience. Um, so So the thing that's got me going crazy is we're back in this battle of of attention get the attention get the attention get the attention well guess what you know what the best way to get attention is be dumb give it to me be dumb be obnoxious right it it doesn't matter rachel maddow sean hannity you know both, both sides of it what do they do what maximizes their earning potential they are you know, they represent the ends of, of the spectrum.
0: Of the spectrum. And the yeah. more they
1: dig into the end of that spectrum, the more they say something provocative. Did, did you see the news about Joe Rogan? No. Really interesting. So The Verge did some analysis since Rogan went to Spotify. And what they found was using secondary data, like, you know, what impact does, does a guest have from being on, on his show? What, what they've estimated is that basically Rogan has about 50% of the audience and impact, or at least 50% of the impact. That he used to have. Well, have you noticed that Rogan recently has been saying more just stupid provocative things? Right? Well, well, you know, because he's now on Spotify, he's not on every platform. So this is that that question about. So and, and by the way, the only time I hear about Joe Rogan, because I do not listen to his show, but the only time I hear about Joe Rogan is when he when he says something ex- just, on the it, extreme it, 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 and obnoxious yep. side, which Oh, so, sometimes I hear about him when I don't want to, which reminds me that he's now on Spotify, which, right. And so it becomes this whole play. I'm not, I'm gonna, I feel bad saying this because I love the company. and I love the people. Um, you know, Vidyard has started this um, sales feed thing or whatever. Have you seen that? No. Uh, it, it's just, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know who they're trying. I don't know what the strategy behind it is. I know that if I wasn't already a fan of it, I I would be less likely to buy.
0: You'd be turned now, off by
1: what they're now, putting. No, I get it.
0: Or you would be annoyed.
1: I, yeah, I'd be like, I don't want to be like, and, you know, because they're trying to be this cool, funny thing for salespeople. And so they're making fun of their, I mean, there, there was one thing where they had, you know, instead of people reading, reading stupid tweets, they wrote, they read, you know, the the worst of the worst cold emails, right, which are so bot written, etc. I actually, you know, I I actually commented on it saying, look, I don't think that this is funny. And I don't think that this is the point. And, you know, and, and Tyler responded, look, you know, life's hard, we should have a laugh. And I'm like, I'm all for having a laugh. I just don't think we should make fun of disabled people. Right? Like, it's easy to find the stupidest of the stupidest. And so now they've got these other videos that like he's, he's doing something off of the inside bow Burnham, whatever with, and, and, and it, you know, and what they're doing is they're playing off of sales stereotypes. You can make fun of sales stereotypes today. I get it because you can't make fun of other stereotypes. Like we, you know, the world has said stop making the world fun of, <laughs> of racial stereotypes. So, you know, now making fun of salespeople, you're,
0: is acceptable,
1: but, but, yes. but, and again, I don't mean, I don't mean to equate the two, but I mean to say, it's kind of like, let, let's go for the cheap laugh. Let's go for the cheap whatever. Um, and, and so it's, it, it's candy, right? It's just pure and total candy. And you know what? If it works for them, God bless them. Um, I, again, I don't know what the market segment is. I'm a fan of the company. I'm a fan of the product. Um, I, I wonder about brand integrity. But you know what? That's not for me to decide. That's, so I don't, but I know that I'm less likely to pay attention to them. Now, you know what, I, I, I do get, by the way, if I wanted to increase attention, I would tell you, you got, you got to find people who love you or hate you because you're not going to build attention in the middle. And, and so I'm not against that strategy. What I would say is, if I'm not your core customer, if I'm not the type of person, the buyer that you're trying to attract, then you should do things to repel me, which, which by the way is why I said I'd probably be less likely because I'm kind of making a read if, you know, since this repels me, Okay, cool. Then you must be looking for a different type of person. You're trying to serve a different master. Now, now I get what they're trying to do is, you know, they're trying to be cool. They're trying to build, you know. And it's and by the way, what's the underlying piece of it? It's the hustle culture. It's the well, when the salesperson's not working, what are we going to do so that they pay attention to us? Well, here's my vote. When the salesperson's not working, you know what they should do? Something that has nothing to do with sales. Right. Like like you know honest to God yeah get, get uh, your, I, I, right get your entertainment somewhere else because you right. should take a break Salesforce they're entering the streaming wars what does that mean right um look I subscribe to the hustle um it was recommended to me before HubSpot bought it I, I don't get it um it it, it it I know there are some real people on there I I can tell you you know a lot of things that I've seen from Sampar, It's all the hustle culture. It's the this is what the best of the best of the best VC people. They work twenty three hours a day. You you, you know it, it, it's Gary V before Gary V matured a little bit. Now Gary V is still over the top, but yeah. but you notice Gary V doesn't he, he, say the he, things that Gary V, he, v said he, ten years
0: he ago. used to say. Absolutely
1: right. You know because you know what Gary V has a kid now, and all of a sudden wait, hey, you know what. Going to I my actually want to eating.
0: spend like I I have a kid. I want to spend a little bit of time with them. I want to uh, see my family and
1: you know right. So so you I remember when Clubhouse was this super hot thing and I and I finally said well wait a second. So I do this during the day. I do this, like and so at eight o'clock at night I'm supposed to listen to this Clubhouse thing. I'm a jigger whatever and I'm like. What am I supposed to think about something else? right and and what people don't understand you know people get this if they're if they're if they're weightlifting right we get stronger we build muscle mass not by weightlifting but by the rejuvenation that weightlifting causes right you know this so the only reason that you lift weights is to rip muscle so that the muscle has
0: to to, right it it has to recuperate and build build back strong
1: and what happens to an athlete who trains and trains and trains and trains and trains what do we call that we call that overtraining and what happens to them their body breaks down
0: yeah they get hurt tiger woods perfect example
1: they get hurt they get weaker why because you've got to give your muscles a chance right why do pitchers not throw from the end of their season until December because you've got to rejuvenate right and so this whole hustle this if you're not paying attention I remember you know and and this isn't new I remember listening to tapes Brian Tracy said if you're in your car and you're listening to anything although Brian Tracy didn't say like this because he was a monotone I mean he made Ben Stein sound interesting (laughs) Um, you know and if you're not listening to a tape to get better then you're not serious about your life you're not serious about your business
0: or if you're not on the phone making calls to clients and that like
1: no but what you like but hey but on your commute from from home to work you should be listening to a tape about how to sell better and if you're not listening to it then you're not serious about your your life screw you what what um and and so this whole play around it so so here's my problem with it, okay? Well, hold on, hold on. Before you go there, so
0: like, again, we could talk about the problems with it for a long time, but how much of this culture, this this is, and it's not, I don't even think it's my hypothesis. I think it's just cold, hard fact. How much of this culture is created, like, in, in from my viewpoint, there's doers and there's talkers. And rarely do you find a talker that can actually do. And when you find a talker that can actually do, that's where you earn respect from, from somebody like me. But I believe a lot of this whole hustle culture is people that talk and have never done. Um in, 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 in my, in my opinion,
1: there's, there's another, there's another subset of that, of that talker. There's the, talker who's done but doesn't do.
0: Right, okay, so there is the talker that's done but but doesn't continue to do. Well, 100%, totally agree. Because the, the most, like, and th- this is the most successful people that I know, like, I shouldn't even say the most successful, the most financially successful people that I know in my life and that are part of my life in like fact, one of them, only billionaire I know, they are not. They're not out there talking. They're yeah. not out there like they're the. I think well, you know yeah. two. Oh well, you and the other person.
1: No, the the CTO at
0: HubSpot. Ah, well, yes, okay. So, well, I, but yeah, but he's not. I'm not close okay, to Panesh. I don't. So, Fred. Okay, regularly. fine. Fred. Right, Fred. Um, but they're not. They don't promote this total hustle culture they understand work life balance they um you know and, and, and they when, when they work really and they have they all work incredibly hard like incredibly hard they don't go out there and brag about how hard they're working they do it in you know and and, and not only that some of the work they like most well I wouldn't say all of it because, again, it can't just be all, as you like to put it, rainbows and Skittles and sunshine or whatever it is. I forget the exact um, term. But most of what they do, they enjoy. So th- that's why they won't mind working so, on their hobby long hours of the day. So what are you asking me? Oh uh, no, I, I mean, right. it just goes into the talkers. Did you do- start asking me a question then? Okay, fine. Well, no, no, no. It was all about the, the, the talkers and doers and the talkers who have done.
1: So, so where do you put somebody like Mark Cuban? Um, I mean, still,
0: I guess he's, he's still doing. Um, I mean, he de- he's definitely kind of one of those guys that promotes the hustle culture, but I think that's because he probably has, I, I don't do you- know, maybe,
1: eh, I don't know. So, I'd say, so, so here's why, I mean, I, I, so, so you, you got a couple things are right here. N- number one is, you know, I mean, so, so Mark Cuban has his companies and Mark Cuban has the Mark Cuban brand that is on shark tank and these things and those things. And he gets paid for that. And, and so in the sense of what is he doing with his social media presence, which is where I see him, by the way, I've met Mark. He's a really, really interesting guy. Um, and by the way, he is, he is who you see. Um, I met him. I'm not, I'm a a fan of
0: Mark.
1: No, I'm just, I'm I'm just letting you know, um, I love him and I hate him. there's aspects about him. I can't stand and, but um, so he actually spoke when I was in um entrepreneurs organization, he actually spoke at, at our at our meeting. Uh there was like a dinner afterwards. Um, then we went to a bar afterwards, then we went to an after party afterwards, and Mark Cuban was there every step of the way. I left at two o'clock in the morning and he was still going strong, buying bottles, et cetera. Like he works hard, he parties. I mean, he's you know, he's on the dance floor doing you know it's like holy cow um i don't know how he does it so but but the, the, like but he's not selling anything he's selling his personal brand the star the celebrity aspect of it um but he's also still like i mean first of all he's the luckiest person in the world because he sold a piece of shit company for for billions and billions of dollars um perfect time okay hey man and, i'd
0: rather be lucky than good hey god you know god
1: bless him um because he's done well i mean he's certainly done some you know but you know he, he's still just a kid right so so he you know the the stuff he puts out there it's it's like yeah that's marquette right that's yep. that's the person um so he's got and that's why i brought him up because he's cut there i i want to be a little bit nuanced not to just say everybody no they, uh, right right <clears throat> but how many but the the other question too is
0: like and, and this would be an interesting is it is it a lot of this stuff that he does to feed his own ego, I don't see him as that type of person. Whereas there's a lot of people that, okay. So then there, there, a lot of people, I believe in the hustle. And again, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people in the hustle culture, they either just have shallow egos or they, 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 they just need affirmation constantly that they're this, you know,
1: you know, you know. Look, Mark, Mark, Cuban, doesn't have, Mark Cuban doesn't have work-life balance. He's a control freak. Um, <clears throat> I know somebody who, you know, one of his portfolio companies, they, they literally, you know, it was like a hundred thousand dollar spend. that They had to go to the Mavs game, wait until halftime, so that Cuban would sign off on it. Um, now I don't know if he still that. This was several years ago. Um, and and I do know that, you know, you know, to not have for, you know, if if things were brought up and Mark Cuban's name wasn't part of the conversation, then that would bother Mark Cuban. Um, but, but what I would also say that that's also who he is. There's, there's, there's a genuineness to it too. So it's, um, I I, I do agree overall with what you're saying. I mean, I look at some of these people and I'm like, look, I don't have time. Like, I don't know how they post what they post with the frequency that they post on LinkedIn. Um, I got a job to do right i'm too busy actually doing stuff
0: Um, (laughs) I gotta I gotta I gotta do I gotta actually do real things and and
1: and and it's funny because you know when I used to be when I was doing less really good things I had far more impulse to talk about the great things we were doing and and um so so I do think there's a lot of that um I I think that you know the, the the trouble with with social media as this major platform is you know i got news for you if you can say if you can share something important in the character limit in a linkedin post let alone a twitter post it, it can't be that difficult
0: or shattering
1: so yeah. so so we, we so everything becomes you know shallow it becomes you know so so it's all part of that, that 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 fomo aspect but but what i'm talking about too what prompted that tweet is there's there's the mini hustle culture which is kind of the noise but then there's this other thing that's come back as we're a media company, which I want to say to somebody, what does that mean? Now, do you need to have media? Yeah. Do you need to publish content? Yes. Like, are, is Imagine a media company? I don't think we are.
0: Well, you've got a lot of media on your website, and, so you're clearly a media company. Well, you know,
1: and, and, and what I would say is, you know, like, if you're, the, if you're in the Washington Post, you're a media company. I would say Facebook is a media company, right? Um, and, and what does a media company do? A media company builds up, you know, uses news, uses some aspect of content so that, so that there's a reason for you to pay attention so that they can monetize that attention for something else. Right. And, and so today I don't want to see ads, but the place that brings me to them, I see more ads. I, I, I'll see their ads and that's where they make the money. And so, what I'm like, my, my issue about being a media company is I think that it begins to, um, it, it, it really begins to morph. What is this about? And, and by the way, I'm not saying, you know, HubSpot in their pursuit of being a media company, they, they may do it and they may do it extraordinarily well they've got the resources for it they've got the, the 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 team and components for it but we're seeing this in streaming by the way so um you know what you know what the hot prediction around streaming is cuz there's how many different people that have streaming you know what the next thing's going to be hmm. streaming bundles yeah uh, right right and you know who's going to bring you the next streaming bundle my bet you know where my money's on for the for the for the most popular streaming bundle coming out my bet is Comcast. Interesting. Right. By the way, what is cable? It's a bundle. Yeah. No. Channels, right. Who? Who's uh, content distribution? We're gonna see like all this fragmentation of well, I need to have my Hulu.
0: Um, I need to have Netflix. By the way, who owns uh, Hulu? Comcast. No. 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 Uh, not is it nbc disney 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 comcast, disney, owns, disney. Disney. comcast uh, owns nbc uh, i mean comcast owns nbc right disney owns hulu hulu. was originally
1: right. a a joint venture between nbc disney and fox yeah they own disney owns hulu yep disney owns abc disney owns espn what is yep. disney but a bundle the conglomerate, right right but they're they're, they're bundling right hulu yeah. which kind of is the first to bundle right so everyone's going you know i'm cutting the cord no you're not because there's still a, there's still a cord that's connected to your house that enables your wi-fi right you just because you're not using you... a land-based telephone you're just you're just changing the cord you're not cutting right. it you're changing right, right. Be, because i only i can't navigate to 17 different pieces and 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 the cost and the feel and all this so we're going to begin to well then, i mean part
0: of that is i mean it, that's where the tv manufacturers get sold a bill of goods from uh from the disney's of the world and the this but, and the that and the this and the that um do you know do you know we, what the hot
1: thing that. on discord is from a business standpoint you have these groups of content creators that are coming together to create shared channels so that so that instead of having to have four different or five different relationships, I just go to discord and I have this group of group of right and, and, and so here, here's what my point is like if we're going to play this game of media. um, if we're going to play this game of attention if we're going to play this game of community, you, I mean I brought this up when when, when Christina was on. I, I can only how many communities can I be involved in right, you know, by the way, you, do you remember when everybody was coming out with their social network. Yep. Everybody had their version of uh, you know, Facebook or my you know, and it was like, Hey, the next thing is we're gonna have and it's like, well, wait a second, you know, why did Facebook win? Because they won. I, I only have time to go to one. Right. And and so what my fear is and, and what's driving me crazy, again, so A, let's let let's be let's be big and bold, let's talk hyper growth. Why don't you be the community of communities, Doug? <laughs> Well, so, so uh, I'm kidding. I didn't mean it. No, 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 no. But, right, so, right. So, but, but here's what bothers me. Listen to what gets talked about, right? And they tell you here's how you do it. Um, and it reminds me of when when I was being sold Amway. By the way, the first millionaire I ever met was was an Amway distributor, and he was a multi multi millionaire. He showed me his check. He showed me a monthly check, a literal monthly clear check. Five point nine million dollars. As me being the young up and comer, you wonder why I became an Amway distributor. It ended up doing nothing. The average <laughs> Amway distributor that. earns earns thirty seven dollars a year. The mean Amway distributor negative, right? And so my problem is in this hustle culture. Which by the way, FOMO, if you're missing out, let's show you. Hey, we're gonna make it. You know. It, well, you it's the rich away.
0: get richer, the poor get you know, poor get so, poorer.
1: But, but it's, it's not just that the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. It's the rich get richer at the expense of. The the expense poor of people. the, it's a pyramid scheme. And, and so it's, it's uh, someone, someone tweeted today, you know, this news came out about how, I forget the companies, but, um, just absolute fraud with, with a, um, venture investment. And someone was like, well, how the hell did the venture miss this in the due diligence? I know this has come out in other places. It's becoming almost common. Adventure companies are skipping due diligence. Why are they skipping due diligence? Well, there's a lot of competition to fund companies. I remember when I thought that would never happen. Like there's too much competition for me to give you money. And I think everyone forgets that venture capital companies make money two ways. They make money when they're
0: when they distribute their money. When their
1: grants lands, right? So you know, we invested a million and it sold for 10 billion right and they make money on a monthly management fee which is x percent and y percent of the profit growth that's reported per year so by the way why do we have venture companies being the lead investor in the b c d and e round all at higher and higher valuations guess what the value of the fund goes up which means they keep a larger take on it why do the account managers for ventures have have quotas On how much money is invested, because if the money's not invested, they don't make their management fee. Remember when we had Steve Chow on, and he talked about they gave money back to the VCs, and they were mad. Yep. They would have rather. Steve Powell, by the way. I'm sorry, Steve Powell. Sorry. Um, I'm on a roll, so I, you know. No, 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 I'll give you. And and so, and so, these incentives are all screwed up. And so, like, there's only so much attention. And what I what I said was, I'm worried. In this whole battle, what we're seeing is more and more and more fragmentation, which is more and more short-term views to justified. Which always has, has
0: screen, always driven me crazy. Right? The short-term and,
1: views. and 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 we're gonna lower the the level of conversation. And who loves the level of conversation being lowered? You know who loves it? Andy Jassy and Jeff Bezos love the level of conversation. Because they just keep going through and keep taking up ground and taking up ground and taking up ground and 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 it's like you know what? Who? The, where? Where is that voice of reason? Where? Where is something that, that that brings about equilibrium? Because what we're doing right now, it's not sustainable. Here's my belief. We'll get to the question in a minute. Um, you know, my belief is, and it, it'll be interesting to see. This is why I said not in your normal. I actually think this is all fueled by the pandemic. I think that what we got is people that are sitting in one place all the time and so it's let's land grab the hell of their brains right what's going to end you you know this happened you know the first moment of opening back up what happened to clubhouse (sighs) died right now by the way who's picking up clubhouse because the feature's working right twitter's picking it up facebook's picking it up right as As all these people are jumping to whatever noise they are because they're pursuing attention. First off, let's remember why did Facebook, it's the Facebook game plan. Why is Facebook pursuing attention? It's the head fake. So the moment that you're, the moment that you're pursuing my attention, you know what? We're not in alignment anymore, right? That that's my problem. And so it becomes more and more noisy. And by the way, you know what that means? It means every marketer's job and every salesperson's job, Becomes harder. 100 percent, so, we're we're launching this network to make the salesperson's job. Up, it's like, and and so, and you know who's going to benefit from it? The biggest of the big of the big. Yeah. Right. And it goes back to to playing our game, and and in the process, we're gonna you know we're we're gonna contribute to the increased depression. And there is no question anymore that you know the data's out social media. Increases depression. Why? FOMO. And 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 so it's just that's so that's what I'm like. And you know what's wrong with the person? I, I saw somebody who said side. I love people who have side gigs. Side gigs. Side gigs are a measurement or or a signal for um, initiative, curiosity, go get whatever the. I'm like, what if? What if my side gig is, I don't know, coach my son's baseball team.
0: Gardening.
1: What if my side gig is gardening? What if my side gig is cycling? Right. What's wrong with that? What if my side gig is staying to myself and my friends? And you know what? What I'm doing with my time isn't anybody's business because I work my butt off. So that I can like, do I live to work or do I work to live? Right, like, where's that? Um, and so well, I think
0: it, that was that, that was a big point when we when we were really growing up. Work to live, live to work.
1: You know, and and, and it just feeds into this repetitive. I mean, I there, too much. I mean, we remember I talked about uh, Gaussian distributions versus Pareto distributions. Yep. Right. And, and you know, too much of what's happening today is coming at the expense of, right? And and here's the thing. If we were to go to, you know, the, the longest term of prosperity, economic growth that led to tremendous peace dividends was, was the growth of the middle class when we had Gaussian distributions, bell curve distributions, right? And if we were to go to bell curve distributions, the at the extreme, most of the extreme would experience less of up. They'd still be up, they'd still be good, right? But they'd be less of, right? Um, Instead of being worth $2 trillion, they'd only be worth a trillion dollars. And so, you know, I just see where, I mean, you just, you, just, you you can see the fracturing happen. You can see that this just isn't sustainable.
0: Well, it's beca- right. it's becoming a self fulfilling uh, prophecy with like people's psyches. Like, I, I don't think I think you're absolutely right. I mean, the mental health of people for so many reasons is gonna it's gonna be off the charts, crazy in five to ten years. I mean, the the kids that are growing up now are growing up in a pandemic. Who knows with the you know with what's going to happen with uh, masks etc. and the way that they learn and the way that they hear and the way that they communicate because they've been isolated for so long. So you've got that piece of it. Then you've got the working class today that's dealing with the the, the true hustle culture to try and like you said make you know the biggest of the biggest more successful because they you you're becoming more of their sheep and they're they're training you in the way that you think so. Anyways, it's going to be. And, again, what you, you, what you always say, which I love, is play your game.
1: Play your game. That's um, exactly
0: right. It, 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 play your don't, don't listen. And that is why I have – it took a while to kind of like – I was never a Facebook guy. I was always, always, always a LinkedIn guy. And I just realized, Mike, why are you spending 30, even 40 minutes a day? Now, they might have been fragmented times on this system get off of it and then Twitter same thing I started getting engaged in Twitter and I was like just don't even engage with it and then you know for for Lent last year I gave up the news wouldn't visit a news site wouldn't do anything like I, I just I, and people would be like oh did you hear about X and I'd say no and during that I felt fantastic because I was just living Let, in my world
1: let's see if we can answer a quick question Hannah
0: hmm mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. What's our question?
0: What are some ways to make sure everyone is aligned or stays aligned? And is it different if you're remote or back in the office?
1: Mike, let's give a social media 280 character response as the way to wrap up. What's your quick response to that?
0: Uh, I mean, it it certainly does make a difference whether or not you're in person. Uh, Some people, they operate better in that type of environment. However, you need to make sure that you're, um, you know, you, you're cognizant of that as any type of leader, and making sure that your employees are aligned with one another.
1: So, so I think the key to creating alignment is is creating context. I think high context organizations are are by definition far more aligned. Um, I think that the biggest challenge is is in business. And for people, is low context, and I think the reason that we feel so much acute um, distress today is because there's so little alignment. The rules that we were taught, what we thought was true, aren't true. The you know the so so there's there's a high level of disorientation. By the way, one of the things that I, I think um, when you have high context organizations, there there's um, they're, they're, they don't need to be command controlled right? There's, there, there, there's a lot more freedom. You become naturally more agile because people can adjust and respond. You know, and, and you know, a great example of a high context organization is a football team, right? Play gets called that all, everything about that play is to create the context of the situation so that the moment something happens that was unexpected, because remember, the other side is trying to fool you. The moment something that happens that unexpected, you don't have to talk to each other and communicate back and forth to figure out what to do. There, there's a or you know, there's an adjustment that gets made, you know, that, that stays orchestrated, et cetera. That, that that's what context creates, and that comes down to structure, systems, and communication. Um, so I think you know, in terms that of that's a great things,
0: analogy, by the way.
1: I, I I think in terms of the difference between like, is it different being distributed versus being together? You know, a that's interesting because there's a lot of companies. That, that are talking about you know the new world, um, but they had multiple locations, so there was a degree of distrib- you know of a distributed workforce there. So you know now you've just increased your nodes, if you will. Um, I- I'll I'll share an interesting story. We got much better at creating context when we went distributed than we were live, and and the reason was.
0: Uh, that I didn't I would. I'd, I am not surprised by that at all.
1: But let me show why, okay? The the to create high context that doesn't happen accidentally. It only happens with with purpose of intent. It 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 it, requir- it is learned. It is learned behaviors to create and keep context. Well, when we were together, and we had an open office because I at the time bought the whole BS open of, office. Open office. BS and so, you know, something got said. Everyone was there when it was said. I don't need to repeat that, right? The other thing that would happen is I don't know if I mentioned this or not. I'm a moody person, so all of a sudden I'd be in a bad mood, and someone would, you know, and everyone would act like something had gone wrong, and it would be like, "No, I'm just in a bad mood." You know, Jess rolls her eyes at me a hundred times a day, um, but when it was live, everyone's like, "Oh, oh wait, well, I'm," you know, and and so we. Like we didn't have that, once we started going distributed, once I stopped coming into the office, I started having to communicate very clearly. I also got to hide some of my communication, right? So when I was frustrated, everyone didn't have to see me being frustrated. I'm not saying this is right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm saying that the underlying structure of what needs to be done, the underlying process of what you need to do is the same regardless. Um, Is it a different recipe? Is it a different flavor? Yeah, of course it is, right? but I think the companies that thrive best live will thrive best remote and vice versa, because I think the only way you thrive, like if we were to come back, it would actually be harder for me to do it. But I know the formula to do it. Um, and, and by the way, it would also be clearer that if only two of us were here when we're having the conversation and everyone wasn't just sitting around us while we were having it, then we would know not everybody knows this. Right. So we would, right. we would know, we would be more conscious that we have to do this. But um, again, I, I, it's, it's kind of like when people ask me, well, what, what's different when you saw on the phone? Well, the underlying fundamentals are the same, right? Is there a different nuance? Yeah, of course there is, but there's a different nuance whether I'm in your office or somebody else, right? And, and so I think if we get lost in what's different and what, where we'd be far better off is if we really focused on what are the core aspects, um, you know, what's the same um and, and and the same is you know you should be striving to create great context um, and if you can create great context and you have the right people the results are the byproduct if you create great context and you're not getting the results then you probably don't have the right people and you know you need to make that change um and and so that's how i would look
0: the co- the context and the uh and the the phone example versus kind of in-person conversation that that's a good one i like that
1: all right mike what's your takeaway today so my takeaway
0: is i did not i had zero clue uh doug is moody no just kidding um Kind of my takeaway, and uh, I love having these types of you know personal conversations with you both here on the podcast, as well as you know just when, when we're chatting personally. Which is you know figure out what's what's best for you, for your own work life balance. Um, what works best for you. But don't don't subscribe to the hustle culture uh, just to subscribe to it and feel like you that that's that's the world you've got to live in to be successful. Because success comes in many shapes, forms, and and sizes. That's. That's my takeaway.
1: Here, here, here's my parting thought. I'm going to change it from, from me from takeaway to parting thought. My parting thought is relax. Relax. Um, I actually told a client, um, she was slacking crazy in the evening. I'm like, okay, here's, here's the final instruction. It's most important. It's time for you to log off and go spend time with your kids. I promise you all these problems will be waiting for you tomorrow. Um, relax. And, and by the way, any performer will tell you that performance only comes when you're relaxed. Growth only comes when you're relaxed. And and I think some of where we are right now is we're so, we're working so hard for what we want that we're actually, we're our own, I mean, it's not nothing, we're our own worst enemy. Relax. It'll be okay. It's fine. Have some downtime. As we said earlier, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to say, no, you know what? I don't want to do anything tonight. That's okay right you're better off if you do that i agree with you what works for you but my, my my main parting thought is relax
0: love it